about people who's you know he's offended with his jokes well the the I, if you think about it from what he was saying because the past three netflix specials have been really funny and you, very entertaining you made me listen to the one prior to this yeah sticks and stones mm. but he uh he's been getting so much lash well he's he's been having so much um cancel culture coming after him and everything that he was like, I'm just gonna go out with a bang, and just kind of address this. And there was there was funny moments in there, but like the last ten or fifteen twenty minutes was him not as funny, but giving a lot of perspectives with a few jokes thrown in there. And it just went pretty hard, and it's kind of ironic because right now the whole cancel culture transgender stuff is the most upset they've ever been at this which was him trying to prove his point that they shouldn't be upset mm. and they're the most upset. Well, that was our review on uh, Dave Chappelle's I stand-up. Mean, Go watch it. Screw up. Welcome on. back to the Mandatory, Mandatory Midnight Special, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we're going? <laughs> yeah, we. that was... We're, let's, we're at wait, that wait let's start over. <laughs> no, we're leaving that in. Because I, I want to hear your review. People want, probably want to hear uh, it. Well, I was just opening with Dave Chappelle's stuff. I mean, if, if you can't... If you're just going to get upset at everything, mm-hmm. uh, and this goes for any group of people, if you're just going to get upset at everything, mm-hmm. what, e- even if it's just like an apology, yeah. essentially, mm-hmm. uh, then then that proves that he's not the toxic one. That's wait, true. wait, wait. Okay. You're bringing up us not forgiving an apology when Last Midnight Special was only an apology, basically? Where this guy was had to apologize for the main episode because he he brought up the revenge, the the brutal portrayal of yes, that <laughs> brutal portrayal. Come on, um, La- last midnight special was basically a whole apology. No, it wasn't. It was like the past. I mean, five minutes. Um, the last five minutes. If what 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 I'm saying is, if you can't get past something that somebody has. Uh, if, if you keep getting upset mm. yeah. over and over and over and over again, yes, it proves that uh, the person who is making you upset, and even if they're trying to do right by you with yeah. their content now or apologies, it proves that they're not the toxic one. It's that community. That's correct. Maybe. So, and no, yeah, 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 I would pretty, agree with you. Uh, it is a pretty... I mean, honestly, right now, not everybody, obviously, but the majority of people in this cancel culture thing, especially when it comes to these minority social justice groups, Mm -hmm. like the whole transgender thing is wild. And Dave Chappelle's biggest concept is that black people have been struggling through different forms and different intensities of racism Mm -hmm. for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. And 
in the just the past few years, all of a sudden transgenderism pops up out of nowhere and they, they are so well accepted and they can just cancel anybody they want because it's, you know, it's just shifting culture in a dramatic way and you haven't even seen that for black people. Why, why do you think, okay, I heard, I was listening to a Joe Rogan because he talks about things like this a lot yeah. in his podcast and he says that the reason why and he he did it in a sports sports analogy but yeah. i'll come back to that uh where why people like certain teams and then get so offended when other people aren't fans of their team and they get a get they kind of fight with each other about their favorite team is because going back to when we had like tribes or back to um well just being in groups of yeah. people that like we aren't like that because we're so connected with social media and that now that we want to find a kind of this similar group of people that yeah. we connect with so and then you're going to fight against other people we have a common cause against yeah. other tribes mm. and that common cause and you should like it's not a in today's world you shouldn't have a tribe that is a common cause against another tribe. Yeah. Mm. Like, that's well, not a healthy way to live, but that's the way we're set up. Then kind of going back to what you're saying about being against things, it feels like today, and I this might be because of social media, it could be because mm-hmm. of the news, how we're so connected. It's so, I guess I'm going to use the word woke. I don't like using woke. that, but uh, to, ha- to be part of some group, if it's the the trumpers it's yeah. the people who who the are, trumpers are hated the most man are no people who like trump or or are like he's still our president even though <laughs> biden is president and i didn't or okay. like this person Gosh, or that person they there's all these groups of people that are so against i mean i guess this is midnight we can say i'm not with trump or against trump I would say I voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. I'll openly say that, but I'm not with the Trumpers. And even I had a guy at work this past week. We were in the break room. I brought up the time that I got pulled out of my car, got searched yeah. from a cop who I had a headlight out and he was trying to find weed in my car and he was blatantly saying, do you have weed in your car? It's yeah. okay to admit that. And I was like, I don't. It's not okay to admit that. I, and yeah. also, to you, a know, cop, like you don't. No. <laughs> Um, and I did not. In the not. middle of the night. Yeah. And he said, he looked at me and he was like, and I know this guy's a very hardcore, like Trump, uh, <laughs> support the police, very like that type of guy. He was like, you got to give the police um, some slack on this. And I do. I'm not the type of person who's going to be judging the police or that, this or that, or be like against the police or but this he, but this he was trying was to harassing say you. yes and I was just trying he, to say he, that and he, he was like just gave you a ticket or a warning for your light yeah. and let you move on but instead he's like no I'm gonna search your car yeah. because you look why, like a guy who's high at the middle of the why, night now why did he search your car like how did he search your car <clears throat> what was his reasonable cause he you have to have probable cause no I could have I, I genuinely could have been like, no, you're not allowed to search my car. Mm-hmm. You know that escalates things quickly. That escalates things. Um, and I was by myself. It was it was around 10 o'clock because I remember pulling over and looking at the, at the um, clock on my stereo. And it was like 9.58. Mm-hmm. So it was right at 10 o'clock. 
I had I knew my light was out, one of my headlights, but I was driving back and I didn't know until I was driving back, kind of thing. So nothing was open at ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I couldn't replace it. Which, by the way, you have a tail light out right now. No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. When I picked you up the other day, I saw you had one out. <laughs> Which you can get it replaced. It's just a bulb for like four dollars. No, I don't. Okay, keep continue with your story. But. Uh, he just walked up to my car. I said, as soon as he walked up, I said, are you pulling me over because of my headlight? I'm aware of the issue. And I was trying to be very, mm-hmm. you know, calm of it, calm about it. I said, I'm aware of the issue. I just, because of the late hour, I yeah. have not been able to replace it. I'll replace it as soon as possible. Yeah. As soon as I said that, he was like, step out of your car and this and that. And we're going to search your car basically and I was like what what is the headlight <laughs> yeah type thing now it could could also be that there was a car that well, and matched the description there also there the was two of Maybe. them there was two guys and they both walked up one on my driver's mm. side and one on Wait, my there pass- was two guys one on my passenger side they what both the came heck? up on both sides of my car and shining light in my car as they were walking up <clears throat> And I've had an officer, uh, you know, shine his light in my car and I step out and he said, well, your your the light for your tag was off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, OK, I don't see it, but sure. <laughs> he didn't write me a ticket, uh, but I stood there and talked with him for a while. He was a young guy and he he said. He asked me, he's like, why you got so many uh, court jars in your car? <laughs> and I was like, man, you know I'm a good old boy, you know. Sometimes when you don't have a mug, you grab a court jar. <laughs> and I got a ton of court jars at my house. <laughs> and he was like, okay, yeah. Wait, and, did this happen here in Virginia? No, oh. this is in Georgia. And he said, he said, all right, I just asked because, you know, people keep weed in court jars. Yep. And I was like, yeah, that's understandable. But you go, I say, if you went and checked those court jars, there'd be coffee residue <laughs> at the bottom of each and every one of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't know how, I don't know how you deal with that because if you say, no, I don't want you to search my car. Yep. Uh, they're going to give you a ticket. They're going to be like, okay, well, he, there's obviously something in his car. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would probably lean towards, I'm going to say no to the car search right now. Um, and you guys can do what you need to do and make this a big old long process and come back and search my car and find nothing. Um, and that's probably going to look bad, bad on you guys. Mm. Or you can search my car and find nothing and I'm going to be upset because you're... You know, you know, breaking my rights. Well, see, that's that's you having a level head about it, you yeah. know, and you, you're you going to be a little more witty and smart when it comes to conducting yourselves. But, you know, Josh was right. If he just says no, yeah. then they're going yeah, to get upset and they're going to either force him into something or they're going to write him a ticket because they're upset. So what cops I, do, I eventually walked away with a warning. That's all. What but, cops do, though, is they they say, all right, get out of your vehicle. We're going to search your car. And most people are like, oh, OK, I, I don't know, because most people they think we you know, live in a communist. State. Most people most people don't. And so, the, you know, the cops will get by on a on a 
you know, technicality. Or you, an you, ignorance technicality. An, an, an ignorance technicality where you get out and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, search my yeah. car. But you don't have to let them do that. Your car mm-hmm. is an extension of your home, and they have no right unless they have uh, probable cause. They see something in the car. It It's only if they can see it. Mm-hmm. They cannot open your trunk. They, they can't, can't open bags that you have. Nope. They're mm-hmm. not no, unless you say, once you say, yes, you can search my car, they can go through everything, mm-hmm. everything in your car they can yeah. go through. So just be, you know, be aware of that. I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to believe that your car matched a description. Otherwise, I don't see a reason for both of them the to only, get out. And the only thing how was. How old were you, Joshua? It was like two years ago. Okay. So, so you were like 20. 21, 21, 22. I mean, you look with your your age and everything. You probably they probably are just assuming because you're also in York. Everybody your age has something in their car. Mm -hmm. They probably literally are just like, oh, let's pull them over and see if we can find something else. Yeah, and that's (laughs) that's a bad mentality to have if that's the case. When which honestly, what are they going to do if they match the description of a car like? Did he match the description of who they're looking for? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, my mustache was really good that day, so maybe. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> Dang. This guy's a pedophile for sure. Yeah. Somebody drew a description. <laughs> Somebody drew a description. Narrow face, mustache, ears, hair. <laughs> and they were like. This is this guy. This is the guy. <laughs> this is the guy. Yeah, they, they had spark. that picture that, that Tim drew for me. Yeah. <laughs> This is the guy, man. But it's it's crazy. Yeah. I uh, going back to what you were saying about the whole Trump thing. I think it's I didn't I didn't like Trump f- during the first election mm. back in 2016, or I think it was 2016. Um, or what was it 2016 that we elected him the first yep. time? Yep. And I didn't like him at all, and I uh, did not vote for him. Everybody that did like him got under got under my nerves, <laughs> and uh, well, it's still like I mean, today he's not our president, but yeah. people still feel like they are part of this tribe or this group of people that have to. Which right now is really annoying. I mean, yeah. those are some of the most annoying people right now. The ones that are like, you know, he's going to come back and run again and win, or like the, these are like the people that are living in denial. If you. If you were upset, like honestly, he's going to come back people, with a good spray tan. Is what he's going to come back with. Yeah, I'm. I'm a conservative <laughs> libertarian. I, I freaking tend to lean towards certain candidates that are Republican because of the nature of their party. Mm-hmm. They are more libertarian than Democrats are. Democrats yeah. are wanting to inflate things. So and we don't have a the the Libertarian Party isn't is not strong, not strong <laughs> enough. Not yet. at all. Hopefully, uh, hopefully. I mean, I was talking to my buddy. And he was. He said, "I'm I'm a run for the Libertarian Party." He said, "I'm I'm gonna run for the Libertarian Party." I was like, "I'll vote for you." I'm vote for you. He said, "This this 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 back and forth thing is ridiculous." It how, is. What? How, you have to be a certain age to be the president, though. I think was you he have old to enough? Be 30 35, 35? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but you know, Andrew Yang just left the Democratic Party, and I yeah. don't know if he's he's just independent. I don't know if he's closely associated with one, but yeah, I don't know. I. I don't think he's holding my values, but his attitude as a person was interesting. Yeah, mm, man, the 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 politics, and it's interesting to see how even people that voted for Joe Biden 
are looking at him now. What, yeah, like, wait, like, wait a second. Yeah, hold up. Hold on now. This guy's uh, hold kind up. of an idiot. <laughs> well, the thing is, if, if someone like Trump is hated so much, then you throw anybody in there to get him out. But they threw somebody in there to get him out, and it was a very bad decision. In the same way that they chose Hillary to run against him in the first election. It's like Democrats are putting up real, honestly, BS candidates. Well, I mean, Hillary at least was well-spoken. And, um, I didn't mean to make this new political thing. Yeah, you want to do 30-second stories? Hold on. Let's why. Well, let's I, I'm just saying that, you know, Hillary seemed like a person who could stand on her own two feet and, and argue. Joe Biden's just just senile. <laughs> He's just an old man, senile old man. Um, uh, um, uh, 900,000, well, well, 90 million people have been vaccinated. Um, I'm... <laughs> I'm Joe Biden's husband. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. And you're just, oh, it's, I knew this guy called Corn depressing. Pop. The thing is, they, like, they don't, they don't let him get in front of cameras hardly at all. And yeah. then with Kamala Harris, they're not letting her at all either because they realize after the election, people find her annoying. Mm. <laughs> so where's she been? Ever since she was giggling and was saying crazy stuff about the border like a few months back, we haven't seen anything from her. And yeah. I work in, well, it's not hardcore news, but I'm, news. I'm exposed to news constantly. I haven't seen her at all since that. And I think they're just like, ah, keep the VP off camera. <laughs> and also keep the president off camera. Yeah. Gosh it's, dang. It doesn't seem like a strong team. Even when oh. even when Obama was in in the presidency it felt like oh it's you know obama and biden they're they're a team they're working together mm-hmm. you were always seeing pictures of them together they were always <laughs> both of them were given speeches and things mm-hmm. this seems like the uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a good thing we're we're a capitalistic republic democracy and yeah. that the country runs on people and not the one in charge yeah it's mm-hmm. sort of gonna i feel like we're just sort of gonna uh, uh, gonna coast. Up. We're gonna scoot. We're gonna scoot through these the next couple, the next years. couple three years. years. Three freaking years, man. Yeah. <laughs> New boot scooting. <laughs> we're just gonna scoot through these three years, and then hopefully Terry Crews will run for president, <laughs> and I'll vote for Terry Crews. <laughs> Tom Crews. Terry. 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 Give me Terry, not Tom. <laughs> I want Tom. I don't, Actually, honestly, I don't know. He's a uh, he. <laughs> We're going to see what happens. 30 uh, second stories. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Wyatt, I believe you start this one. Do I start? Yeah, because I started start. I started last week. Uh, let me stretch. We hope you're uh, having a wonderful Friday evening or Saturday morning, everybody. Yeah. Mm. Or honestly, anytime, but just quick reminder. It's the best mm. times. Yeah. Um, let's Yay. do this. I'm going to give you 10 seconds, Wyatt. And then we'll yes and this story into existence. Here we go. Ten seconds. This has got crows in it. Go. A man grows out of the ground in the middle of Central Park. Like a tree he grows. He grows from baby... Like he's attached to a, a stem, to a to a boy, to a teenager, to a man, fully clothed, <laughs> and he he snaps away from from the roots and starts walking around and looking around and exploring, and he's in New York, New York, baby. Stop. Uh, <laughs> 
a New York tree man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 30 seconds go. and go. It always had been his dream to detach from his roots ever since all those hoodlums would come to the uh, the park and even though he was fully clothed, they would pants him. And it would be really difficult because he couldn't run from them. He mm-hmm. just had to let it happen until he could pull his pants back up. He's now in New York. He walks down. He's like, I'm going to try myself a New York slice. I'm going to get some cheesecake. I'm going to go see freaking right down the road. I'm going to go see... Uh, Times Square. I've mm. never seen that. He gets there and he runs into someone. Stop. Stop. Runs into someone. And go. He runs into someone he did not expect. It was the man who planted the seed when he grew into a tree. He was very old at this point because it had been many years. But this man, he recognized him instantly. And when he recognized him, he gave him a great big hug. <laughs> a great big tree hug, bear hug. And when he gave him a, a hug, he got so Stop. warm. <laughs> okay, okay. So this was an interesting one. Yeah. Because in my mind, he grows from plant to baby to boy to teenage to man in like... 10 minutes. Oh, oh really? Really? Yeah, and then Joe's like, he's been growing in this park for many years. <laughs> he's getting pants. <laughs> getting pants. Uh, I don't know where you're going with the pants. I was, I wanted, I, th- I instantly thought, what a conundrum to be attached to one place yeah. for so long. And I didn't, I didn't pick up on the fact that this could be a quick period of time. <laughs> I didn't either. Um, but, you know, we got to, we got to him finding the, the, the planter. The crew. Yeah. Giving him a yeah. hug. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of down with, going this. with that. If it was the end of the movie, he he does eventually find the guy who planted the seed. Okay, so like if and, you spread all this out and he, make it like a long film, he looks like him. Wow. Yeah, he looks like the guy who planted what? the seed. Daddy. I don't want to know what the seed is. If it's <laughs> it was a spirit seed. <laughs> okay. Spirit seed. Friggin' Choo. I uh. I think it could be like a good <clears throat> explore New York, run into controversy story, and then it ends with him finding. I love the uh, the the what would you call this trope? The 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 person who doesn't know anything about like New York or doesn't know New anything York. about this place coming to this place and then learning about it well, like, experiencing it like bumbling. James and the Giant Bumble, Peach yeah bumbling through it yeah James and the Giant the Peach the guy with no knowledge coming in and then bumbling their way through and, and sort of just making everybody better yeah, yeah. I love I, those are kind of heartwarming to me <laughs> James and the Giant Peach this is a weird movie okay they I haven't seen that in so many years remember they roll up with, like they drove through the ocean <laughs> yeah <laughs> remember that and then he like at the James. end of the movie, he lives in the peach, like, what do you call that, a peach pit? And he's got real estate in New York without having to pay for it. James and his homies roll up in a peach. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they attach themselves to the Empire State Building? I, it has been so long yeah. since the movie, I only remember the fear. Yeah. <laughs> I only remember the fear of him waking up inside this peach and all the scary creatures and That's things around him. You, my gosh, what a whack, what a wacky story. Was that yeah. Tim Burton? Yes. Yeah. Heck um, yeah, it was. Something else. Uh, I, for some reason, came across, I guess it was Reels or TikTok somehow on social media. I came across someone who... They, they're just bringing up old movies that used to come out. 
Okay. And they brought up what they bring the up? funniest thing. What they bring up? Do you remember a movie called The Buttercream Gang? No. Do you want it? The Buttercream Gang. Maybe. What it is about these group of friends, they, they're they really good friends. You know, they're in a small town. One of them goes, lives with like his aunt or some somebody in a big city, gets a part of a gang. I remember this movie. <laughs> he comes back and he's like this gang guy. Yeah, he's like this greaser dude. <laughs> I've never seen and he's this. mean to his friends. Yeah. <laughs> so, so and they're, they're all happy and they're like painting fences and yeah. helping old ladies and eating yeah. sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a meanie. Yeah. And the only way, because he's like a gang guy now, he doesn't want to be friends with the people he used to be friends with. So... The only way they get him back to be friends with them, they have to they have to give him love or something. They even <laughs> when he like steals their bike and so and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he starts he's like, doing you hood can have stuff. the bike because I <laughs> I just doing good I love turns. you as a fr- yeah. It was kind of <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's do, crazy, dude. We could do this. We could Woo! do this same story. Yeah, but with if you did it in like this. Uh, uh, you could do any setting like post-apocalyptic maybe like a sci-fi setting <laughs> where you got these like group of friends they're real strong good friends and they 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 do good stuff good deeds, like, yeah. like not necessarily like good deeds but like they have a sense of morality like mm-hmm. they protect others or something one of them goes <laughs> off and becomes part of like this sci-fi you know gang <laughs> yeah. and mm-hmm. when he comes back he's doing bad stuff yeah bad stuff <laughs> That that made me chuckle so hard because I never, I never thought about that movie. But as soon as she said the buttercream gang and showed a small clip from it, I was like, Dick, it clicked Dick, in my mind. You, you remember and I was like, it? I remember the whole movie. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta freaking look. Uh, this like up you said that, remember. and I remembered the montage of them like mowing this old lady's yep. grass yep. and painting the painting fence, the fence yep. and they're like laughing. They they were the friends. They did the good and now, deeds, and I remember it because the one. The one boy, like, main character, you know, yeah. he had that, like, blonde, floppy yep. over hair. And he all, he was, like, he wasn't he wasn't fat, but he had those yep. those butter cheeks, <laughs> and they were red. And I always thought he looked like my friend Daniel. Ooh, he, does. he does. He does. <laughs> you see it now? <laughs> Wait a second. I, I, how did you watch this? I don't remember watching this. You definitely probably watched it. It was one of those, like obscure movies we've got from the probably Sheffield library. I'm I'm watching but little I'm watching scenes from this. I don't you you just probably you you wouldn't remember cuz you have the you just like you don't about? remember about stuff as much like this. I don't know, maybe it just didn't click with you, but somehow <laughs> it, it it came straight back in my memory and it was crazy. I do not remember <laughs> this movie. <laughs> this guy, look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like the greaser, the the kid that goes and I get gets part of the gang. Dude, I do not remember this Woo. movie. Um, do you guys see that they they released a scene from Wheel of Time? Yep. I, I yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually watch it. I, I it watched it. It actually looks great. Does it really? Yeah, dude. And the writing now it's a really short scene, so mm-hmm. it's not across the whole board. But the writing wasn't really cheesy. Oh, like yeah? the dialogue no. between the characters, it felt very just simple, but not not as cheesy as like The Witcher. You know. I mean, it... go ahead, go ahead. Josh. I was going to say I'm excited for it. We've been talking about it a lot on the studio channel, yeah. but I'm going to be upset. We talked about this 
Does Jason Momoa have no facial hair in the movie? Yeah. We're talking about Wheel of yeah, Time. Yeah, when oh, in Wheel Jason Momoa's oh, character oh, dude, in I Wheel of Time. I thought we were talking about <laughs> you would fit into that world, actually. I was saying Wheel of Time. Did you Wheel watch the clip? No, no, no. I watched a clip for Dune. I didn't know they had a clip um, for Dune yet. So, we were watching Lord of the Rings. Yep. And I was... As you do, every... I was casually watching it, and then that that switch flicked in my mind, and you know the the analyzation switch mm-hmm. where I'm listening to every piece of dialogue and every scene, um, and I realized a lot of the dialogue in this movie is extremely dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, is. It, it, the the <laughs> just some of the things where they say. Uh, you know, uh, it's just I can't remember. The, uh, there was one line. Think that, of Theoden being released from Saruman's grasp. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, no, it, it's just a line that Gandalf or somebody gives, or Aragorn, mm-hmm. or Legolas, or something. Where they say, you know, thou hast not something. It's like, <laughs> yeah. this is like something from the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this this whole, these all these movies are filled with this kind of dialogue yeah. at moments. Very. What is that line that Legolas runs up onto the rock and he's looking, what does the elf I see? What is they're he taking saying? the hobbits to Isengard. They're taking the hobbits yes, to what, Isengard. What you're thinking, you're thinking, um, when they're running and the the sun rises and he looks up and he's like a red a red sky at at dawn. No, I'm thinking of blood like saying blood like, has been spilled this day. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. I'm thinking this scene. He's like, there. Legolas says something about. They're running like something. Something is chasing yeah, yeah, them. Yeah. What does they, he say? They, uh, they're running like they're they their run masters. Whips they run as if the, the the whips of <laughs> their masters. He doesn't stop. They're just. It's a scene of them running, and it's just a close up of Legolas as he looks out and he says, "They run as if the whips of their masters are at their heels," <laughs> and that's the whole scene. He says behind them. I think. Yeah, behind yeah, them. Something. It's something hilarious. like that. It's very <laughs> they funny. They run as if the ma- the whips of the masters are behind them. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's that stuff like, like that. We would create. <laughs> it's stuff like that. Just just extremely dramatic, and yet these movies work. They work so. Why do they, they set work? Up Middle Earth to be that way. To be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so I'm I'm curious as to how the Wheel of Time is going to set up this world because when I watch a fantasy she- movie or I read a fantasy book, and the main character says freaking or like, <laughs> yeah, they say like you know yeah. like Valley Girls do. I just, it pulls me out. Mm. It pulls me out of the world, and I think, this is not fun. I don't want to hear our vernacular in in the tongues of these Mm -hmm. people from this world. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do an update really quick. I learned something. This is kind of an update. uh, Telling the people, if you have not heard, I just found out the other day. There's a second book to Ready Player Two, so yeah. There's a order. second book to Ready Player Two called Ready Player Three. <laughs> Ready, Ready Player One. Yeah. Ready Player Two. So there's I did a not second know. book in this. It came out in November last year. Okay. You're gonna get it and read it. I'm gonna get it. I will give you a uh, book review. Book review Ooh. probably the beginning of November. Sounds fun. 
I think with Wheel of Time is what you're saying, mm. Wyatt. I think it's going to be... Oh, you're going back. You're just going to... I need to get circle my back because you didn't like... Oh. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Ready Player. I, I, I want to do an update on Sober October really right. quick. I think with Wheel of Time, the the dialogue from what I saw is going to be... I don't think it's going to be as dramatic as Lord of the Rings, nor do I think it's going to be as deep and well-crafted as Game of Thrones. I think it's going to be in between there. Mm. I think it's going to be a little dramatic and not as deep as Game of Thrones and not as well-crafted, but it's going. It's not going to be bad from yeah. what I've seen. I don't think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, Sober October, Joshua. Update? Sober October. I'm still here. I'm still doing it. I'm working a lot and mm-hmm. trying to keep up with the workouts. Mm-hmm. The workouts are hard. I've done uh, uh, just because getting you know getting off and then we do a podcast or getting off and it's late or yeah or Josh is gone and I don't have the key. So a lot of my workouts have been running up and down the stairs at work, <laughs> ten yeah. minutes or so, um, or doing. 50 push-ups and then another 50 push-ups mm-hmm. and push-ups in between Yeah, mm-hmm. at work. Do you feel so, the push-ups lingering from that month of push-ups we did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I can do strange. way more push-ups now than I than I could when we first started that. Mm-hmm. I mean, even at, even at camp, somebody asked how many push-ups I could do. And I was like, yeah, 35, maybe 40. Oh, yeah. We, and we, we did got push-ups, down, but we didn't. I feel like we didn't push ourselves. No, they, we they, didn't. They were like, oh, they've been doing push-ups. But I'm like, that wasn't even that impressive. We do a lot more. Like, yeah. I could do probably at least 20, 10 more. Yeah. 10, 20 more. Throw 100 more. I mean, maybe. <laughs> a thousand. Yeah. You do a thousand Man, I'm, I don't, I'm not even pushing up anymore. I'm yeah, pushing the push earth down. The earth down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that it's similar to me. I, I got in the gym last week pretty consistently. Mm. And by last week, I mean actually a week yeah. ago. This whole week has been kind of weird it's been i've been doing more of like the stretching and the push-ups and the sit-ups and stuff at the house because i'm I'm not finding a 30 minute period that's convenient for me just to run over to the gym and get it done but i'm going to do that that's what i was time to make that's what i was fearing at the beginning of the month we were going to be too busy to do anything but the the trick is we still got to do it but we're still doing it yeah i think that's important i want to call you out i'm not going to say what no you guys cheated you guys cheated You guys cheated, and I'm not going to not say that you guys have been cheating. I decided this month that there were certain aspects that um, it, it, it would be not inconvenient, but I, I, I couldn't sacrifice certain parts of my ment- mental health mm-hmm. for Sober October. Yeah. And Josh was Josh was taking it to a different level with the strictness with his food and everything. Actually, I backed off a little bit with that. I've been I've been eating sandwiches. Okay, well then by that standard, you're also cheating. You're cheating, Josh. <laughs> no, I'm still sober. I think I'm still. I think still we. I think we need. Guys I, cheating. I think we need to look at sober October this month as a. Well, it's a workout sobriety like just discipline. That's yeah, it. but not as hardcore as last year. No. I think also, but of course, our schedules are way more busy this year. Well, we're creating much more. We're together. We yeah. we are all working quite quite hard, and um, it's just. Uh, but the thing is, we also don't take into fact this past week as the whole month. Mm-hmm. Like 
there's going to be like this coming week that we'll be able to work out yeah. harder <laughs> next week um i won't have access to the gym because i'll be on vacation but i can still work out hard because i'll have freed up time i'm on vacation you know? yeah so for me the big thing was and i haven't talked about this yet i started a new job not i'm still doing the lowest <laughs> thing i started an additional job on top of the other basically two jobs I have doing Wiseworks and uh, okay. Lowe's I'm renovating houses yep. now are you officially like a regular with this guy yeah he said you're a regular um, I'm really right now the only person helping him he was having a couple other people but they've kind of dropped down Okay, nobody's so being consistent so. Gonna, so does that mean you're going to be bringing in a lot more dough um, if if I want it's basically as much time as I want I just don't have the time. <laughs> but it <laughs> also, yeah, again, it also means that's, time. that's more time. Um, I am doing some interesting things, though. Can I give a quick update on this? Yeah. And then we can go back into Sober October. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm uh, there's a gentleman who buys, renovates, and flips houses. Right now, he has one property that he's renovating in upstairs, downstairs. Um. I've been doing like the bathrooms, uh, tearing out basically all the bathrooms, and then um, carpeting, painting, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Learning a lot. Okay. Um, learning a lot about uh, plumbing, electrical, uh, plumbing, electrical work, um, t- like house uh, stuff. Yeah, house stuff. Replacing, um, doing drywall, flooring, everything basically. Um, we hate. There's two bathrooms upstairs there's a master bed bathroom and then a and then a second kind of guest bathroom or the second room bathroom <clears throat> that we've already basically finished the master bedroom learned a lot from that and he said yesterday he was like you got 800 bucks renovate this bathroom it's basically empty right now so he wants me to look at go to Lowe's uh figure out what flooring I'm going to put in, figure out what vanity. He said, if as long as it looks good and he approves it, we're going to do it. So, Very cool. Yeah. Do you have to do all of the, the back end work with the measurements and stuff, or yep. you you have to do all of that? Mm-hmm. Now, he's saying you get 800 bucks? No, no. He, the 800 budget bu- is 800 bucks. He's going to pay for it. He's going to give me a budget of $800, and then we're going to go buy all the stuff and, and renovate well, the bathroom. Okay, but he's helping you. Yeah, yeah, he's paying like, for it. You're, he's not leaving you alone and you're doing it. <laughs> I mean, he's there as I'm doing it. So okay. if I need help or anything. All right. Well, it's, it's good practice, yeah. though, because, you know, I'm a firm believer in um, being self-sufficient. Yeah, which being is. Being able to build your own stuff. Kind of. Build your own house. He's, he's kind of taking it that way because he wants me to learn how to do this stuff, too. He's using it as an opportunity for me to learn stuff I don't know and and maybe if I want to do this myself in the future like as a side thing not as a full time gig but yeah. you know, I can randomly flip houses or young, do, make young some extra couples, money young yeah. couples this is for you guys um, don't go buy a house don't go get a mortgage um, buy uh, something you know that could be renovated or you know uh, uh, save up and live live in a in a smaller space or something that's cheaper mm-hmm. and build your own house don't don't get a mortgage to to some bank or something like that be you know be self-sufficient that's mm-hmm. kind of what i believe set up yourself to have 
no debt. Yeah. And if you have debt, work hard to get out of what, it. Because what I see is, you know, people get married and then instantly go buy a house. Mm-hmm. And if, look, if you're getting a great deal on this mortgage or, you know, a great deal on this house and this property, then, then you know, go for that. Especially if it's if it's an unbeatable deal, yeah. Um, that that you know you're going to be able to pay off, yes. and own. Otherwise, it, you know, it's, it take even if it takes a couple years, I would say just wait, uh, just wait a few years, and then, and then, and then build your own place or buy your yeah. own place. There's so many options, and yeah. just young well, couples instantly get into this house yeah and especially a house that is not really property i think the biggest investment you can do if you're going to do any kind of loan is going to be property more than house if you Mm. can buy a great piece of land that you can get inspected and go through all of the red tape to know that you can build on that property Mm -hmm. and you have five to ten to twenty acres of that sublet it that is a great investment because physical property land doesn't doesn't go down in value like houses do yeah houses can go down but land itself doesn't and so if you apply that to what Wyatt's saying then um then yeah find something that's well, uh, affordable but also like just don't live in an apartment your whole life either <laughs> it's all how you have to look at it so you guys are talking about from a young couple's perspective someone who who wants to own or or have their own mm-hmm. thing i would agree with that most people don't want land though because they don't want to have to upkeep the land. They don't want to have to mow the grass. They don't want to have to do all that. So people who want to be closer to the city are buying things that don't have to, like condos, things that don't have land to it, but they can kind of have their own thing or they're going to rent uh, an apartment. Yeah, well, a condo is going to be a more gamble because that's going to be dependent on the housing market at the time. Yeah, Land is... land is like gold it's consistent and as inflation goes it can't it does grow with inflation but maybe there's not as hard of a chance of it getting like super more expensive but the thing is you own like uh it's not gonna be like a great investment to make money on but it's going to be a great investment for you as a person to have an asset and a condo is not that it's going to be dependent on the, the market, economy and the market yeah. it's also it, it is also dependent on your situation yeah um if 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 a condo is more expedient and the cheapest option and is what you need um i mean go for it or but i mean an apartment apartments i think are i think apartments are good for young couples yeah. um because you're not dealing with mortgage stuff, you're not dealing with upkeep stuff, you're not dealing with a lot of stuff that you there's there's a lot of details you have to deal with with a house mm-hmm. that you don't have to deal with with apartments. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, but I think, you know, if 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 you're a couple who doesn't want to live close to the city, you know, there's there's the way cities are now, they just keep getting wider and wider Mm -hmm. and so you can essentially live in a country area and commute 15 minutes to a and wait 10 to 20 years for the city to come to you yeah (laughs) uh and 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 when that happens your your golden yeah your property value goes way up because Um, people are going to want to buy it in sections mm -hmm. 
do you guys want to talk about there's something going around spreading around the theater space the movie space mm-hmm. after credit scenes specifically it's a disease it's been happening for a while <laughs> yes it, it's spreading like uh causing us to have to sit through all those credits to see if there's something coming up afterward there's one that has hit people hard we weren't expecting it uh-huh. um i have not seen the movie but i have watched the end credit scene so i'm kind of cheating with this venom car uh let car- there be carnage let there be carnage yes mm-hmm it has, has an end credit scene. It has an end credit scene deal. that is a twist. It's a turn to the Marvel Universe. Well, boom, it's... Boom, boom. Yes, it is It is a twist and turn into the Marvel Universe. However, it's not super, like, surprising. Because we already saw with the new Spider-Man trailer that they're bringing in these Tobey Maguire villains, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Different so, timelines. So if they've if they've introduced a venom into the thing and they're they're going into the multiverse, it's going to bring a lot of things together. Yeah, it kind of makes sense that obviously venom that eventually be a part of venom that. would yeah meet Spider Man. Yeah, um, we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to say what it is, but if you really really are curious and you have not seen Let There Be Carnage. Go look it up. Just, just you can look it up and figure yeah, it out. It, it's, it's all on YouTube now. But <laughs> I mean, that's that that you know segues us into end credit scenes in general. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, let's. I I, I sort of want to start. I don't know the. First I haven't heard end credit scene, and I have not seen this one either. But Shang Chi. I haven't. I don't know the end credit scene. Do that. you think it's gonna be? I'm just predicting, and yeah, I don't you, know. You want to predict something that's already out? No, People no. Gonna... Well, I mean, I, I'm thinking, okay, it's already, yes, it's already out. But I think it's probably tying to Eternals, you think? It could be. It, it's possible it could be. But, we, you know, with end credit scenes, you never know. It could be mm-hmm. just some funny thing relating to the movie. Do you want me to look it up, see if it's on No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to know yet. No, we don't. Um. I'm sorry, I blanked there for a <laughs> second. Credit scenes. Um, I probably the most famous end credit scene is is Ferris Bueller. Okay, remind yeah. me what happened in Ferris. So Bueller. so so Ferris Bueller throughout the movie uh, <laughs> talks to the camera about what's going on all the time mm-hmm. and at the end of the movie you know because the movie starts out in the morning at the very beginning of the day and him getting ready that at, at the end credits he's getting ready for bed at the end of the day yeah and he's in his robe and the camera's just looking at the hallway and he peeks his head out and he walks up to the camera and he's like you're still here <laughs> the movie's over. over. Leave. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> and then he walks he walks away and he like turns and looks back. <laughs> and then he walks out. Uh and it's just a it's a it's a funny it's a funny fourth wall break yes. which which I think people really liked when they when they found it. Yeah. Um and so so movies have often done the after credit the scene as sort of famous, a famous uh that brought shawarma to life. Yeah. What was that? That was Avengers. Avengers yeah. First so one. it's so it's often a, an in-world reference. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, I, I realized recently that there was an end credit scene at the end of X-Men Last Stand. There was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never knew yep. this. What, what I don't was think it? I think a lot of people never knew this, and that's why they didn't understand why Professor X showed up in Days of Futures Past. Okay. Or at the end of uh, the Wolverine X Men movie. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 was it? So in the in 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 X Men Last Stand, Professor Charles references a, a guy who is on life support, but his mind is dead he has no mind mm-hmm. and he was asking sort of a morality question if you could transfer a mind uh, of of somebody whose mind works uh, but their body is dead into the mind of this man mm-hmm. you know and it was a it was a morality you know yeah. kind of ethics kind of question what are the you know is that good is that bad what are we at the end uh, at the very at the very end of the movie there's there's a, a sort of like a hospital room and this this dude on hospice sort of starts waking up and the nurse turns and and i think she says his name she's like charles or something mm. and and he he references her yeah. but it's professor x mm-hmm. transferred his consciousness into the body of this person who had no you know whose mind whose brain was dead Oh wow! And I, I I Never had knew. no idea. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea that that happened. Wow, that is that does change a does, lot. It changes a it lot. It answers questions. It answers. It does. And so, end credit scenes have you know always been either an in-world reference or they're adding to something that's going to be happening in the future. And as we know with Marvel, often tie franchises to together mm-hmm. yeah because we knew what was the 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 first end credit scene in iron man no was, the first one was hulk nope it well, was no iron no man. that was that was that was pre-credits he comes up to him and says hey i want you to be part of the avengers right that's not end credit no that was that was end credit it was probably after like those first few credits okay, that they yeah. show but the first end credit was iron man and, and what, i don't know really? that that was at the very i think that was like in the middle of the credits what didn't it have to do something with nick fury uh, nick fury, okay, nick yeah. fury was was letting him know that you know part of a team blah 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 his whole spiel avengers avengers thing um and then the next one was hulk and that's when we get to see it's like oh wait they are tying these Robert movies Downey together because that's that's Tony Stark. Yeah, exactly. Tony Stark. Now the thing is, I, I we've already talked about this on the podca- podcast. I thought mm-hmm. those came out flip flopped. Mm-hmm. I thought Bunky. Hulk came out before Iron Man, but that's incorrect. Yes, that is so incorrect. So when I saw, when I, I my mind was blown when I saw Hulk's end credit screen, screen, and it showed it showed Tony Stark showing up, and I'm like. They did this before they made Iron Man. That's crazy. <laughs> they introduced Iron Man. And then I was like, well, no, that's not great. So, Marvel has essentially tricked everybody. <laughs> tricked everybody into sitting through all of the credits. Exactly. And I think it's a beautiful Ooh. thing. Mm. I think it, it brings a lot of representation. You start looking for people's names and being giggling to yourself yeah. at names. But people... <laughs> We were sitting through credits for Lord of the Rings. That was a Ooh, lot of credits. Lot of no, credits. no end credit scene. Have an end credit but... scene, but that made me really happy when we discovered a little factoid about the credits in Lord of yeah. the Rings. They had quality control 
what what is it like uh Lord of the Rings consults mm-hmm. from fans. fans from fans yeah. yeah and that list was a insane so now, many there people. was a few go forths on that list yeah there were there was no wiseners no <laughs> unfortunate <laughs> there was a few go forths on the the fan consulted list mm. for the Lord of the Rings movies and maybe that's why we like them so much because they got freaking fans. fans in on the planning of this show or well this you know it movies. was hot with Lord of the where they filmed Lord of the Rings that's why they needed a lot of fans <laughs> what the heck Josh <laughs> that was so, funny so dumb that was pretty funny um, <laughs> what do you, what do you guys think all right, uh, so I've I've never like until I don't remember when my first He's really credit scene about is. This. <laughs> you stop. What? Are you laughing so hard I, at your I want, own joke? I want somebody. I want to. I want no, a girl. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because you were like, it's pretty funny, and you're like, what the heck was that? So I want a girl who can make me laugh that? the way that Josh laughs at his jokes. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I was laughing at your reaction to my joke. Yeah, y- okay. you just were like, "What the heck was even that?" And you were like, "Pretty funny, <laughs> pretty funny." <laughs> All right. Well, I don't remember my first end credit scene. Oof. I remember the f- the little fun facts that Pirates of the Caribbean did mm-hmm. on their movies. Um, okay. The end of. Well, here's the thing. I, I watched all the Pirates of the Caribbean. Didn't know there was end credit scenes, and then someone's like, "Hey, yeah, you know." What happened and to the dog? Team. How? Why? Why is it? Why? You were walking down the streets of New York, and some guy said, "Hey, <laughs> hey what happened? To you that know dog? what happened to the dog? <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's an end credit scene in the in the third Pirates movie that explains this, and you're like, oh, thanks, random thanks. New York guy. <laughs> he's eating a slice while yeah, he's hey, eating. hey, thanks, Jimmy Two Times. Hey, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. Um, I uh, and then I. So I went and watched Dead Man's Chest because yep. they were like... No, I think it was Tim that told us about it. Yeah, maybe it was Tim. Yeah, they, they was like, I'm hey, like, the dog sure is Tim. still on the cannibal island at the end of Dead Man's mm-hmm. Chest. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. So I went and watched it, and then I was like, wait a minute. Maybe there's some at the end of the others. And I always had the question, why did Jack the monkey, why was he still cursed mm-hmm. after they lift the curse? Well, guess what? After Curse of the Black it. Girl credits... It gave you to it. Jack rolls up on the chest and steals the coin again. <laughs> yeah, because number one, he's a monkey, and he's their monkey. monkeys are little sneak thieves. Yes. Uh, number two, he he, he wanted to live forever. Yeah, <laughs> he wanted to be an eternal monkey. And it showed um, Barbosa's dead body there, and it, it, there's like a quick moment where Jack finds Barbosa's body and like passes him over, like realizing he's dead, and just goes to the chest, steals a coin. Um, so it answered that question as to why Jack was still cursed in the Dead Man's Chest in the other movies. Um, but there are little fun factoids. And then, and with the dog, so first the monkey, then the dog, and then we have the end of At World's End. And that was Elizabeth has a child with mm-hmm. Will, and it's years later. Yeah, it And is. Will is rolling up on his once every ten years you know, day pass. Still not technically. (laughs) And then, um, at the end of the fourth one on Stranger Tides, it shows What's-Her-Face. Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz on a little stranded island that Jack left her at, and the little Jack doll rolls up. Mm -hmm. 
never answered that question. They just left that to the wind. Well, here's another one they left to the wind because we don't know if they're making another Pirates or not. Yeah. At the end of freaking the fifth Pirates, which wasn't good, Mm -hmm. they introduced... The the end credits for that Pirates was kind of... It kind of built suspicion, but it ultimately is kind of dumb because it's reopening something. So Will is back with his day pass Mm -hmm. once again, and he's sleeping in bed with his wife. And all of a sudden he has a dream that Davy Jones is rolling up on the room, and you see his shadow of Davy Jones cast into the room while he's sleeping, and it's walking into the room. You hear that that crab leg thud. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up and no one's there, right? Mm-hmm. And then it he goes back to sleep and it pans down. There's a barnacle that's like twitching or whatever on, or maybe just like some barnacle in water under at the edge of the bed. So obviously they're implying maybe he's becoming, maybe he's losing it and he's going to become more and more cursed mm-hmm. um, the way the previous Davy Jones became or maybe Davy Jones looks is like- back or something, which wouldn't make sense. Because Davy Jones is gone. Yeah. Um, so that those were my first that I recall end credit scenes. Because I'm a big fan of pirates, they stuck in my head. Yeah. What was the one for Captain America? I don't remember. Now that's a tricky subject. What was the ones for any Marvel movie? <laughs> well, I know the one for uh, the one for Iron Man Two is Coulson rolls up on the hammer. And he's like, uh, Director well, Ferry, sir, um, we found the thing. And <laughs> the thing. Uh, the one for Thor. No, Captain America is when he's doing the punching bag, isn't he? Okay, it? yeah, yeah. He's doing the punching bag doing and Fury comes bag. in and says like, you know, there's a team. You want to be a part of this team. Oh, yeah. We're going to need your cap. <laughs> uh, the world is changing. The, the, one for, the one for Thor is... Uh, Nick Fury presenting the the cube, mm-hmm. the the tesseract to Eric Selvig, and Loki's in like a reflection spying on yeah. them. Yeah, uh, Thor, the Iron Avengers, Man, Hulk, Avengers is the shawarma scene. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the second Avenger. What? Which? Is, what's the one that we were just talking about? It introduced the the guy with Loki. The they like go down to the basement in the cube or something. Which one was that? That they it didn't really give. I was like, who the heck is that? And you explain it to me. But they have not kind of furthered that idea yet. Do you remember? Um, I'm lost. I don't what, recall this. What movie were we? You don't remember? You said who is that? Yeah, it was the. The bald scientist guy that has the glass. Oh, okay. So that was at the end of um, that he, was he's wait. Apparently, he's part of uh, Hydra. Yeah. So that was at the end of um, Ragnarok. No, either it's one of the earlier movies. Yeah, it's 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 second phase. So it's either Thor. The second Iron Man? Iron maybe no, the second Iron Man's in the first phase. Either the third Iron Man or um, Guardians of the Galaxy? It's not Guardians. No, of Guardians the is them taking the cube to the Collector, I thought. That's the end of Thor Ragnarok. Maybe it's Thor two. 
that's Thor 2 is the, the end is they're taking the, the the reality stone the red one to the collector how do you remember all of these we, we watched, we watched them not too long ago okay um, the end of maybe it's Captain America Civil War yeah it would have to be Civil War okay because they're like oh Hydra's being destroyed Hydra's being destroyed. Shield is being destroyed, and Baron Strucker is the villain with with the monocle. He's the yeah. he's the guy they attack in the beginning of Infinity War. Mm, yeah, and he's like, we have the the, the staffs <laughs> and the twins, uh, the the Romanoff, not Romanoff, um, Scarlet Witch, and, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maximoff twins. So okay, let me ask you this because have the Marvel Universe end credit scenes stayed consistent or have there been plot holes in those end credit scenes? Pretty consistent. Because Pretty consistent except for like Thanos over the years kind of changing as they Ooh. as they further animated his character. Mm-hmm. Um Things like that, they've stayed pretty consistent. The one at, like at the end of Spider-Man: Homecoming is just uh, a reference, you know, in the movie. They at PE oh, and, yeah. and at class they they show Captain Rogers and he sits down in front. He's like, "So you got detention?" <laughs> well, no. There's an end credit scene where it shows the guy in jail. The dad. That one's that one's pre credits pre- after, after the after yeah. the like the fun credits. But that that shows somebody yeah that shows in jail that, we don't, haven't seen that guy that shows yet. the vulture and um interacting with the the guy who hopefully will become the scorpion character okay. but at the end of that one it's cap he sits down in front of everybody <laughs> in the theater and he's like so you got to the end of the credits well, this is a lesson in patience, you know. <laughs> uh, sometimes there's not something at the end of the movie. She. But you learned a lesson, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And it was very funny. Um, and uh, But, yeah, they've stayed pretty consistent. Okay. Well, what about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man? Because they were setting up a whole world of stuff that they didn't continue. I don't know. I don't – yeah, I don't remember. remember. There probably the second, was. The Amazing Spider-Man, I think, it's the, I think it's the second one with Electro or whatever. It showed. It introduced all kinds of new oh yeah that so, were supposed to start happening. So it's so it's like a guy walking through like a hall, and it shows yeah. all of the. So you see the vulture wings, and you see the rhino costume, and you see the the scorpion outfit. For real, they're, yeah. they're trying, I need to go back and watch. They're that movie. trying to introduce the Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. They've been uh, trying. They've been trying. They might. They might Ooh. achieve it. They might achieve it in this new movie. Maybe the, yeah, the Sinister Six team up. But it's going to be different than what they've tried in the past. Yeah. Like they're revamping it, re, yeah. re, restructuring. Um, but the yeah, with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, they were just like random. Yeah, because the, they didn't they didn't have any promise of continuing. The those. yeah the the second it, it seems like I don't know I don't know how all that stuff works. Mm-hmm. But the the second movie kind of bombed. Yeah, it was it, it was pretty hard. bad. You know, it, it fell for the same trap that the third Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire movie they, fell for. Yes. Too many villains, too many I, people, not they enough. They had to have been making a Marvel, like, Avenger movies by then, weren't they? Oh, yeah. So maybe that's why they had no plans to tie it to that. So they were like, or maybe around that time they were planning on the Spider-Man, but... They had already created a movie, and they were like, 
we can't tie him into this this universe they, at they, least until the multiverse thing. they they hadn't created tom holland spider-man at this point yeah um but I think probably what happened is the movie didn't make as much as they wanted it to make or mm-hmm. fans really hated it or something like that. Or that's when Disney started getting involved with Sony and being like, hey, we really want Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, well, this Spider-Man that we've got going on now isn't really going anywhere. Mm-hmm. They even did another Fantastic Four. Yeah, they did. Oh, it's got Michael B. Jordan in it. Freaking so Sony bad. is just... They, they've ugh. never known how to... to to do the superhero stuff, <laughs> you know. Well, they haven't got the Marvel Studios involved. And so they've, you know, been making mistakes all mm-hmm. along the way. Now, was Sony, I'm guessing Sony was a part of Tobey Maguire, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's why they, they did two great movies and then the third one flopped. Yeah. Which, but it didn't uh, flop monetarily necessarily because everyone was just disappointed. Yeah. Because we are all watching it. But, I mean, let's, uh, I mean, you look at the, look at, Wait, a lot wait, of movies. We weren't disappointed by Tobey Maguire. The third one. The third one. With the the snap and see, Joshua is a different kind of person. Josh was like, I liked it. <laughs> there was things I didn't like, but I ultimately <laughs> liked. I liked it. Uh, I liked the you like the off the rails the wackiness. It's it's you like the wacky, the wackiness wasn't good though. They, the good, wasn't the, a good Sandman was good. Wackiness. Mm. Good actor of Sandman. Yes oh, or no? Okay, actor. Uh, I did not care for the presentation of Sandman. Like yeah. Sandman became this big giant monster at the end that he had to. Sandman. Well, Sandman always does that. The only thing that I it's just there there are aspects of these movies that just derail my interest and it's the two bigness it's the it's the two bigness I understand it's some people's vibe but this is the same issue I've always had with even the Marvel he, films. Joseph likes it just no it's not, not I too like big, it interesting not too small if just it feels like it gets middle. out of proportion and now there's this impossible force and we already thought it was impossible but now there's another level of impossible and then it just and especially when you do that, the animation is usually not that great. And so it just derails the whole film for me. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm saying, good grief. I thought Venom was okay. I didn't care for the guy who played Venom. Are you talking about the, the Andrew Garf? I mean, uh, Tobey Maguire? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I, you know, I've, I've said it all the time. There, I'm frustrated with Marvel. I want, I want superheroes to be grounded. <laughs> yes, lame. That's what, I have Jeez. no idea what I'm going to think about this multiverse stuff with the next oh, era buddy. of Marvel because it's going to be good. I, I, it's going right into what I'm su- not super comfortable with, but maybe I'll vibe with it in the same way I vibe with Rick and Morty. I, I think know. the point is how do I, what they need to do is how do we tell these stories which are on this insane level and and still make them relatable make the characters relatable because yeah. even Guardians of the Galaxy is on is, is itself on a pretty massive scale yeah. yet you're not relating to the scale you're relating to these characters in the situation i mean mm-hmm. i that's the point i definitely related to the yandu and peter mm-hmm. quill you know the father and son dynamic and how he just ultimately decided not to eat him <laughs> That's a good story arc. <laughs> um, but uh, sort of sort of taking it back to those after credit scenes. Would you say they would you say they've sort of enriched 
the movie going experience or ha- or have they made it tedious? I I think they enrich it. They enrich it because it's almost they throw it for the next film or mm-hmm. the next couple films or however they're going to do it. But they it's almost like adding coming out with a trailer yeah. for the next movie within that movie. Yeah. I always loved I I I in, it's called a teaser. In the Te- first teaser trailer, I, I, I like peek. the ones. I like the the after credit scenes. You you notice when they want to when they want to give you that little teaser, but they also want to do an after credit scene that's fun. Mm-hmm. They put two in there. Yep. If it's only going to be one, it's going to be the teaser or like group dance and yeah, some music. It, it, it's there's there's going to be a teaser, but they might be doing other stuff fun. Was didn't at the end of the first Avengers, all of them were like eating food? And yeah, the shawarma. shawarma. Yeah. They're just in there eating. Or, but but like the, at the end of Deadpool, the first one, mm. he, he he, you know, he leans his he's in a hallway and he leans his head out and he's like, "What? The movie's over. <laughs> you know, you're still here. <laughs> Get out of here. Go home." <laughs> Deadpool's so. Deadpool, it's his own thing that he they're gonna throw. But in it, it. It, it, you know they use that they use the fact that you know Deadpool's always talking yes. to the camera the same way Ferris Bueller does mm-hmm. to to it's a great make out. him make him shout out Ferris Bueller and you know his fourth wall breaking stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's a good shout out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and even even they go even further in the second one where Deadpool is just traveling back in time and killing people and doing <laughs> stuff and saving people he, like kills Ryan Reynolds as he finishes the <laughs> script for Green Lantern <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is sitting at the desk and he and he looks at the script for Green Lantern and he's like Brilliant. yeah this is gonna be great and then he gets shot in the <laughs> by, <laughs> by Deadpool <laughs> I didn't know that I, yeah. I guess I haven't seen that one freaking okay Deadpool is one of our best he should um, he sh- he should be the one. He's th- sort of one of those uh, Nexus style characters yes. who travels through the multiverse uh, a lot. Him and Cable. He's got to be the Rick Sanchez. Of yeah, Marvel. he really has that, to be. That would be funny if they had an end credit scene where he was like, he had this whole like timeline planned out, and it's like Thor this, and we see like his his master plan for as, all the as, movies as he like, connects all the all the Marvel <laughs> like he cinema. was Stanley the whole time creating that that would be very everything. funny. See, I I the the movie industry is so split. Mm-hmm. We have all these big companies that, and I know this is impossible, but characters like Deadpool, if if you could see them pop up, like just sitting at a cafe in a movie like Inception. <laughs> see, that would be like, like he's traveling not only through superhero cinematic universes, but <laughs> through, through every movie universes <laughs> in general. That would be funny if even he was like on the phone. It shows like the timeline in the background, but he's on the phone with he's like with Sony and he's like, of course, we'll pay you this much to get Spider-Man in one of (laughs) our movies. Yeah, no, like they get some of that Marvel money for these other films. Just be like, look, we'll give you a million dollars from Marvel Universe if you have one scene where Ryan is in the background. (laughs) Or or when when you guys remember that scare when everybody thought Tom Holland was fired as Spider-Man. You guys remember that? Uh, vaguely. It was yeah. it was after the second movie, and and everybody was like, Tom Holland, Sony Sony, 
uh, after the movie, there's no more rights or anything. Oh, to yeah, the, and everybody's yeah. like, so Tom Holland's not going to be Spider-Man. Everybody was upset. And even Tom yeah. Holland didn't know what was going on. And he, so he, Tom Holland called Kevin Feige and was like, I don't, you know, <laughs> I, I, I want to be Spider-Man. I, you know, but it would be really funny if, if you had a scene with just an office and a chair and somebody's on a phone. He's like, what do you mean Tom Holland can't be Spider-Man? I am the leader of Disney and, and we are getting Tom Holland. And he like spins around in his Deadpool and he puts his feet up on the desk. He's like, don't worry, Tom, we'll get you. You know, stuff like that. It would be funny. It yeah. would, it, funny and references. The good thing about the little... How Deadpool's on YouTube a little Ooh. bit. You know, did you see that stuff? He's like reacting to other Ryan Reynolds films. Yeah. <laughs> I Korg for some reason. Yeah. What would be a funny end credit scene is if Deadpool and Jay Jamerson, uh, the reporter guy, like had a back and forth together. Just arguing. He's sitting on the news. That's that the kind be of funny. stuff that Deadpool does in yes. the comics. And that works yeah. because it's meant to be that. And yeah. it's, it's a good thing. I don't know, uh, and I've already said this to you off the podcast, this next era is Deadpool's time to shine mm-hmm. with the multiverse stuff. Um, and they better, honestly. Yeah. Like, they have to. If they don't, it's going to be a big waste. But I want to see more of that. And, but even, like, the Deadpool movies leaked into the thing I don't care about. Like, I love Deadpool as a character. Mm-hmm. I love how he conducted himself. I think it's hilarious. But, like, even just the whole battles with him. Like, I don't even know. Sure, I think Deadpool should have his own movies for his character development. But ultimately, like, these other things of him showing up and, like, getting on YouTube and stuff of that nature mm-hmm. is stronger for Deadpool, the character, than him having his own little uh, quest. Yeah, to deal with you I know. Feel, well, it it feels it feels like they you know they needed to set up who Deadpool yeah, yeah. is they as a character with these yeah. movies, uh, so that going forward we really know what to expect. What if they went completely different and started releasing like short films with Deadpool? Well, they kind of already have. They did a Christmas thing. Well, maybe maybe that's what they they should do, but they still have the Deadpool movies. Yeah, mm. like what if what if his his character is everywhere? And never focused on him. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're how they're gonna do. You know, Deadpool movies in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what what the future for that character looks like. But I think the I think the storytelling aspects are there for it to be fun. Yeah, which is which is sort of what he's supposed to be is that that fun, annoying yeah. character. But. But like you the know. supporting characters in the Deadpool movies were terrible. Yeah, they were they they weren't great. Like bad uh, animation on that big metal dude. Everything. Hey, he's pretty good. You know, the mm. animation was terrible. Yeah, he's I didn't metal. like the he's second movie bad. as much as the first movie. Yeah. The second movie was a little weird and cheesy to me. I thought both of them were a bit cheesy outside of just Deadpool doing Deadpool things. No, I liked the first. The whole one. fight the scenes, good. the whole uh, it all was we- wacky. But it was. But I think what grounded it, if you can call it grounding it, is the fact that it's supposed to be groundy. Mm. Ground is it grounded? It's supposed to be wacky. Yeah, it's supposed to. It doesn't have to make sense because Deadpool doesn't make sense. That's mm-hmm. his whole mo. Um, but you know, yeah, whatever. That's interesting. Um, I any think other? A, well, go ahead. Any other after credit scenes that really stick out in your mind? Whew. 
I was thinking about one. I I lost it though. Uh, None from DC for me. (laughs) They can't seem to get their stuff together. No. I can't. The thing is, I I don't even remember. I know I've seen plenty, but I don't even remember them all. Hmm. We, I mean. Matrix never had an end credit scene, did it? I don't think so. No, no. Um, uh, End credit scenes, though. I know this is opening a whole other thing that we don't want to open up. But, you know, the original, the very first Star Wars movie was a huge contributing factor to having end credits at all. Prior to the first Star Wars movie, there was maybe like one or two, if that, movies that had end credits. They were pre-credit scenes. Yeah. talking about A New Hope? The first Star Wars movie. Yes, that's A New Hope. It has an end credit scene? No, no, he's no, talking no, about end credits end in general. Credits. Oh, because a contributing factor to end credits even uh, being in movies. Oh, gotcha. There was so many people that had worked on that film that they wanted to give credit to everybody because it was such a big film. But they're like, we can't put it at the beginning. That'd be way too long. Yeah, and we have the the Backstory. prologue and all this it's, stuff too. So it's something that we don't appreciate. Mm-hmm. That that movies now which you know they didn't do in the past and and, you know they've done it for many years now is that they acknowledge everybody who worked on this project Mm -hmm. even bad movies you know even movies that didn't make any money or just were so terrible Mm -hmm. everybody is everybody worked on this movie and Mm -hmm. they they get a little bit of credit at the end and i think that's probably one of the biggest uh reasons i can see for end credit scenes is have everybody People get to look through the credits and see that a lot it's of forever people, time stamped as yeah. I was here. Yeah, people you know? worked on this movie. People people put it. A lot of people put in a lot of work to make this thing happen. Yeah, um, and even if you didn't like the movie or it's not something you're into, I think you can appreciate the effort that goes into these movies. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean they used to just put kind of the main guys at the beginning. Mm-hmm. With kind of a pre-credit scene, and there wasn't and just much. The end at the end. But just, yeah. just even look at uh, the Mandalorian or or Loki or something on on. Wow, lot, yeah. it's so many credits at the end of those mm. episodes. Episodes. Yeah. You, you think you're watching? You think you're getting ooh a, a nice forty-five minute episode? No, it's a thirty-five minute episode, <laughs> and there's twenty minutes of credits because there's just so many people mm. that worked on that episode. And you know what really sucks? Mm. Plays like Netflix and HBO, they're just bringing you to the next episode without getting through them. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, freaking, how do I turn this off so that I can okay, actually Okay, well, see? if there's an, an end credit scene, then okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> but otherwise, let me skip. Next episode. <laughs> next episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, uh, for Dying of the Leaves, we decided to do a pre-credit scene. Because there wasn't that many people. There was not a lot of people, and we wanted to give them credit. At the, and, at the top. And we also wanted it... To set the vibe for the movie that was coming up with the credits at the beginning, mm-hmm. which was, I don't, I, I remember the conversation, but there was a lot more to it that I can't remember why we did it, but there was a lot going into why we wanted it in the beginning. Yeah, so there was symbolism behind the stuff. There was it kind of in a. At the time, I was 
and I still am, I still think about it a lot today, just in different light. I very much into subtext mm. in films, secret messaging concepts that you can kind of dig up or just acknowledge. It's kind of fun. And so I thought, well, the the title opener credit screens are mm. going to be a part of that. And so there are aspects to it that Joshua himself even thought up when he was going through crafting that. So, yep. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it depends on the movies, obviously, for these shows and these big blockbuster films. You can't do that for everybody, but they used to almost, mm-hmm. not for everybody, but they used to be like, 10 minute opener credits yeah as it used to be these opening credits where you had you know people singing Mm-hmm. Friggin' most like annoying men's choirs. Yeah, just, the just as the credits going, you know, there. <laughs> Those exactly. old tunes. Yeah, all, all the westerns. Friggin', what was it? Uh, that southern film, the one that's most popular, made the most money out of film history. Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. That one is annoying, man. Because you're like, I don't even know if I'm going to enjoy this film. Yeah. yeah. And we still got to sit through all that. <laughs> That's why they put them at the end. Yeah. <laughs> put them yeah. at the end so that if, if if you're done watching, you well, can leave. Yeah. You don't have to be forced to sit through all the beginning. Exactly. It's true. Let's wrap this up, boys. Yeah. Um, you guys have anything to plug? I, th- I, just, think, uh, I just think it's really important for all of us that... If you don't know about our YouTube channels, WiseWorks Podcast and WiseWorks Studio, that you go subscribe and you take in some of the video content we're putting there. Yeah, so I think it's really important that we we participate in this. Yes, yeah. um, you know? I'm gonna throw a little thing out before we end it. Today, Dune came out. Go watch Dune. Yeah, it did. It did. Go watch it. Go We're going to be watching Dune. it yep. if we haven't already. Uh, we, we have not watched it as of recording this, but it will be by the time you guys are listening to this. And if you listen to this and it's Friday or Saturday morning, get your ticket this weekend. Yeah. yeah get it. Get it. Get your ticket. Pay watch for a the ticket. Movie. Watch the movie, man. Support the creators. If you're a fan of us, you've got to support these people because we're going to be talking about it and mm-hmm. you want them to keep making them. So yeah. go watch Dune ticket. or get HBO Max. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Say your line, Joshua. I love to chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Goodbye. How many people do you... Smile, my boy.